Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome back to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. I am Trey Schaap, your host, sitting down with John Michael Russ, the catcher, outstanding catcher for your Little Rock Trojans baseball team. And you can find Big Talk on Little Rock anywhere you find your podcast. John Michael, thanks for sitting down with us. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me. John Michael. Oh, the two names there, do you go by John Michael? Or would you rather just go by John or Michael, but John Michael? Uh, John Michael works. I, I've got a bunch of nicknames going this year, but uh, John Michael works. Okay, sure. so what are some of the nicknames? Oh, man. Uh, one that started up last year was Jimmer, um, kind of like the Jimmer for death, the basketball player. Yeah. Definitely don't have a shot like him, so that didn't last long. <laughs> um, but this year it's a, it's a Russ bus. Um, I definitely don't have the wheels being the catcher, so – they they found it pretty fitting for me. So the Russ bus. The Russ bus. Is it like putting a bus behind home plate and nothing's going to get past you? Uh, more like uh, I'm carrying a Russ bus on my trailer when I'm running around first base. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you're doing a lot of running around first base. Um, let, let's get into um, this season, if you will. I know that uh, when, and when we're recording this, kind of in the middle of a lull, um, with the way that things have been going. You got off to a great start, went to Southern Illinois and won two of three up there. And then since then, it's kind of been going the other direction. Uh, yeah, um, just like the coaches have told us, it's a, it's a long season. There's going to be highs and lows. I mean, SIU, probably the highs of the season right now. And then just uh, coming off kind of a, a couple rough games. Uh, but we've learned a lot as a team. I, I mean – uh, just, just a chance to rebound back this weekend going into conference play. I know that the series against Arkansas State was one that you guys circled at the beginning of the year every time. To go up there and drop those three games had to have been tough. Yes, sir. It is definitely a tough to, to go up there, especially one you've circled and you, you want to get after them for sure because nobody's easy in conference play, especially your in-state rival. And um, it's it's definitely a learning point for us to to not take anybody lightly in the Sun Belt for sure. So uh, it's just got to bounce back this weekend. You're from Texarkana, Texas. How did you wind up at Little Rock? Uh, kind of crazy story. Uh, I went to JUCO out of high school. Um, played my two years at Northeast Texas Community College. Um, got hurt my second year. First game, first play, first game, and. Uh, so it's kind of tough getting started and trying to get recruited. And then um, my head coach at junior college was uh, best for, or coached with uh, Coach Curry here, uh, not here, but at uh, Northwestern, Northeastern Oklahoma, uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And so there was a connection there. Uh, got connected with Coach Sanders, and I mean the rest is history. I'm glad he gave me a chance. Playing for Little Rock, and it's a program that trying to get to that next step, that next level, if you will, and that is to win a Sunbelt Conference tournament, get to the NCAA uh, championships, get to a regional. It's happened before, but it can happen again. Oh, most definitely. And uh, without a doubt, with this, the type of guys we have here, I mean, 
this is circled to be the year for us uh, to to make things happen. I mean, you just got to take every day step by step, day by day, practice hard and 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 we'll we'll get back on top. I mean, just because we've had a couple rough games doesn't mean that we're out of it for the rest of the season. There's still a lot of conference play to be made, and uh, I mean, you just got to get back back to work this weekend. I was talking to Coach Curry uh, back in, I think, maybe late February, early March about you, and he said he, he's the guy I want behind the plate. How does that make you feel? Uh, it's definitely a lot of confidence. I mean, our coaching staff here is tremendous. I mean, Coach Curry, uh, an ex-big leaguer, and, I mean, he, he's given me a lot of confidence and taught me a lot of things about, about catching. And then Jacob Capel is my catching coach. I mean, He's given me a lot of confidence as well, just like with our uh, the drills and stuff that we run in practice and all the all the scrimmages we've been through, and then also like all f- all four of our catchers. I mean, we're we're rock solid, and so it's it's nice to go out and compete every day with those guys and and get better. So it's it's a lot of confidence in multiple different things and multiple different people. So it's a uh, it's 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 nice. With this day and age, I think everything, people look at it and they say, okay, pre-COVID, COVID, and we're hopefully going to get to post-COVID here pretty soon. Hopefully, Yes, hopefully. So how difficult was it last year to get off to the start that Little Rock was able to get off to and then have Coach Curry tell you right before a series with UT Arlington, guys, we're done? Uh, It's definitely discouraging. I mean – it kind of gets me worked up just even thinking about last year because, I mean, yeah, we did get off to a hot, hot, uh, a good start and, and and then it just gets cut off just like that. So, um, I don't know. I, I, every every day when we, we step out on the field, I'm, I'm thankful because I remember that day we were sitting in those bleachers right there and we were having to, to go home and you're making more – not even baseball decisions anymore. You're making, like, life decisions. Like, what do I do now? Because you've been training for months on end to to play. So it was definitely hard having to go home. How's it been this year being able to get back out onto the field and actually play games and actually see fans in in attendance at your games? Oh, it's definitely been a blessing to – to have fans at games for sure, and then also to just get back out on the field. I mean, we've been training for a really long time, so now actually being able to put that work back out onto the field and then getting to play and then just having the guys there that we missed out on the season last year and now we're all back and we're getting to have fun again. I want to ask you about Kel Imshoff. What does he mean to John Michael Russ? Oh, man. A great, great guy, a man of very few words. He he wasn't very outspoken person. He he was he was kind of quiet, but guy got after it, and he taught me a lot about baseball and a lot about catching. And I, I'm very, very thankful for him. What are some of the the nuances of catching that he teach you? Uh, I mean, he is an ultra competitor, and he is one of the best like receiving catchers I've ever seen ever. So I would always just like pick his mind and see what he was thinking and how did he do certain things this way and how did he do others another way? Cause I mean, he, he's one of a kind. He, he is a really good baseball player. 
He was on the Buster Posey Award watch list. You're on the Buster Posey Award watch list. When I say the name Buster Posey, what comes to mind? Oh, man. Um, Buster Posey, heck of a catcher. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really an honor to, to be on that watch list. But, uh, I mean, all the credit to Coach Caples and what he's doing. <clears throat> Sorry, a lot of yelling this weekend. That's all right. Um, all the credit to Coach Caples and the coaches, and the, they've put me in a tremendous spot to to be able to go out and play at the highest level with these guys. And I'm just trying to do my part for the, the guys on the field and whatever gets a Trojan win. We're sitting down with John Michael Russ, the catcher for your Little Rock Trojans. We're going to take a break right here on Big Talk on Little Rock. We'll come back with more. This segment is sponsored by Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Security needs to be at the top of the list when it comes to your family, home, and lifestyle. We offer advanced systems that provide a secure connection to dedicated professionals who can dispatch first responders at a moment's notice. Your system will feature an easy-to-use touchscreen that intuitively makes operating your system as simple as one touch. It's state-of-the-art security that fits into your lifestyle and your life. Give us a call today to learn more. Triple S Alarm, 501-664-4599. You're born amazing. And at Baptist Health, we want to keep you that way. In fact, that's our mission. To not only provide the most skilled doctors and nurses to heal you from sickness or injury, and comprehensive care to support your recovery, but also to be your guide to health. Also, you can keep on inspiring, keep on reaching, and keep on amazing. See some of Baptist Health's amazing stories at keeponamazing.com. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. We're sitting down with John Michael Russ, the Little Rock catcher for your Little Rock Trojans. And, uh, we were just talking uh, the fact that uh, it seems like there's a lot of pollen in the air, and especially around Curran Conway uh, Park and Gary Hogan Field. All the pine trees around here, there is a ton of pollen around here. There is. And I, I'm sure that you, you would have to look at your car when you get here and then look at it when you leave, and it's probably built up kind of like a small uh, snowfall, right? Most definitely. Can't take a deep <laughs> breath next to your car. You're going to be sneezing the whole way home. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the last two games that you guys played in Fayetteville against the number one team in the country, some say the number two team in the country, but still, let's just say, okay, they're very, very good. Playing in a ballpark like that, playing in front of a crowd like that, what can that do for this team? Oh, for uh, it, it was a definite learning point for the, the team. I mean, most definitely got to give them the credit. They're a really good ball club, but also – we stuck our nose in there with guys that are trying to get experience under our belts. And so it was a, it was a good point to, to get out there and get in that type of environment for potentially something later on down the, down the road when we get to playing somebody else. The arms that Coach Curry has that you get to catch. Um, let's start with, with Mr. Funk. He seems like he gets all of the attention around here and I know he struggled a little bit this year but what have you seen from him oh just just resilience I mean guy gets after it every day I mean yeah he's had a couple of tough starts but I mean guy guy knows what he's got and, and uh I mean he's been getting after it in the weight room and getting his body prepared for a big weekend this weekend and without a doubt everybody's got his back and they know he's gonna do well and you also, you caught fellow transfer Sawyer Smallwood when you were at Northeast Texas Community College. 
Um, and you guys started the game on Tuesday in Fayetteville. He was on the mound. You were behind the plate. Uh, nice to have a familiar face on the team with you, someone that you know very well. Yeah, I mean, pretty cool experience. Uh, just a little background on that. Been catching him since I was 11 years old. So I, I, I caught him Little League, caught him at JUCO, caught him in Summer Bowl. So just being able to get in that type of environment and, I mean, national television and just having fun, like good times, and just uh, just getting after it. it was really cool. I caught down at Junior Deputy Ballpark here in Little Rock when I was growing up. Grew up here, and I was a catcher. Um, and I remember Ben Wyatt was a left-handed pitcher, tall kid, was probably the tallest on the team. And when he first really popped my mitt, it stung a little bit. When was the first time you had your hand stung from a nice, fast pitch? I will, I will tell you this. I, my hand's been stung a few times in JUCO, but never like it has here. I mean, guys are getting after it here. I mean, they are throwing the crud out of it. I mean – you, I looked up a couple times this weekend in Fayetteville, and I was like, wow, 95, 96. That's, that, that's, that is really that's humming hurt, it. That is really hurting my hand. I was going to say, what can you do for it? I, I know you can wear a glove, but you can't put a lot of padding there because you have to be able to, to you know, to close that glove. Right. Um, right now it's just been a lot of tape and ice. That's all I got to say, a lot <laughs> of tape and ice to just keep the bruising down. And then something else that is interesting about catchers is on their throwing hand, they get to wear nail polish. Oh, You've got the red-pink nail polish going on. Is that to uh, contrast with the gray and the, the white pinstripe, uh, the white maroon pinstripe jerseys that you wore? Yeah, we were just kind of in a bind this weekend. Uh, got it mixed up on a couple calls, and we were like – I uh, told our trainer, Kayla, and I was like, hey, I need something to – that we can see the signs, and she's like, oh, I got some hot pink nail polish for you. So this is what we're and rocking. That's what you went with. Yes, sir. Nice to have a female athletic trainer because if you would have had a male athletic trainer, there might not have been any nail polish. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what have you tried, though? Have you tried, like, tape around the fingers? What what works for you? Um, I've tried tape. Uh, that I sweat so much as a catcher that just usually comes off in about an inning. Um, I've – what I found is nail polish and then wide out is probably our best best bet. Um, uh, so uh, we're gonna I'm gonna go get some wide out definitely uh, before the weekend just so we're ready. I was gonna say probably a nighttime game. You need something a little brighter, so maybe fluorescent colors, yeah. maybe a fluorescent green or something might yeah. work. Yeah, or some fluorescent orange, like I'm going hunting or something. <laughs> maybe I won't get so many weird looks. You like to hunt? Uh, I do like to hunt, but uh, just it's hard to find time. For sure, just with everything going on with fall ball and stuff. So, what's school been like here at Little Rock? Uh, and and I know that you know being in classes last year before the pandemic hit, and then everything being pushed to virtual. What what's it been like? Uh, it's definitely been different, especially when you're used to seeing everybody on campus heading to class, and then now I go to campus for a couple classes and there's nobody. It's weird. I I, I try to get out of the whole online class thing just so I can kind of get out of my room and see the professor face-to-face. <clears throat> but uh, it's definitely been weird with the whole COVID thing. And I know you had to clear your throat several times, and, and you said that, I mean, it, it just in Fayetteville it was so loud that you're having to yell out instructions a lot of times. What What is it about a catcher that you have control basically over the whole game? I mean, you and the pitcher 
are the only ones that are guaranteed to be involved in every play. Yeah, it, it was definitely a loud one at Fayetteville for sure. So, uh, I mean, I could barely get my voice out to the pitcher's mound, so that's why I'm having to clear my throat so much. But um, just just trying to make sure the guys are on the right right uh, right right node, and then also like we're just having fun. So it's kind of nice to just yell around and just kind of give a good chuckle at some of the guys when they're when we're in just tight moments. I mean, you gotta have fun. We're just playing a game. Gotta have fun. You're exactly right about that. R.D. Spees, uh, you get the you get the signs from him. Have you ever shaken him off and said, "No, I don't want him to throw that pitch right now"? Or do you have that liberty to even do that? Uh, I not necessarily have the liberty to do it. Um, we've had some uh, pretty fun, funny moments when uh, I've looked at him. He's giving me the sign. I look at my card, and then. I give the sign and then I like look kind of back at him and he's just giving me the nod like that's the one I want. <laughs> so it's it's always like it's always kind of relaxing to kind of look over at, at at somebody that that's really into it and having a good time. So what what is what is one of those signs that he gave you for for a pitcher to throw that you're kind of like what and he's like yep that's the one I want. I mean what is it is it a is it a a count situation and then a location situation of where he wants it? I mean what what Give us a little insight there. Um, it was actually this past weekend. Uh, <laughs> I looked over at him and he gave me fastball, and I was like, "All right, yep, sounds good." And I put fastball down, and Cole Evans looked at me. He's like, "No, I want to throw the curveball." And so I'm, I kind of look over at Coach Spees, and I'm like, "All right, he throws the curveball. He threw it, really good pitch." And then Coach Spees looks at me like, "No, I, I called a fastball." And I just kind of like shrugged my shoulders like, hey, that's what he wanted. And I just I couldn't really do anything about it. So what was the outcome of the pitch? Was it a strike? I'm pretty sure it was a punch out. I think it was a strike out. Well, then why would he be upset? No, I he I don't think he was upset. I think he was just kind of like impressed. Like, hey, Cole Evans <laughs> got to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Um, obviously, there's a lot left to this season. A lot of expectations, a lot of goals to achieve. What's it going to take to do that? Um. Just keeping our nose to the grindstone. I mean, coach just tells us every day, keep your head down, keep working, put on the blinders, and then we'll look up later and we'll see where we're at. And uh, so, I mean, just today, we got to go to practice, got to go to work, and get get ready for South Alabama this weekend. So, We're going to take one more quick break. We will be back with more with John Michael Russ, the outstanding catcher for your Little Rock Trojans. After this, it's Big Talk on Little Rock. In sports, success is measured in points, wins, and trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services, in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most, and the occasional trophy, like the one from J.D. Power for highest customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For J.D. Power 2019 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own, to seize opportunity, to anticipate rather than react, to deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world, and to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. We're sitting down with John Michael Russ, the catcher for your Little Rock Trojans from Texarkana, Texas. 
So you, you caught small wood from basically 11 years old and, and on, and now y'all are teammates here at Little Rock. I want to go back to your high school time. Uh, you played quarterback and linebacker in high school? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I did. Uh, I, I kind of went to a small school. I'm not ultra-athletic, so um, it was just kind of like one of those things. Ah, oh, you're kind of smart in the classroom. We'll, we'll stick you at quarterback, and we'll make you learn the play. You plays. can read defenses? Uh, yes, sir. I, I would say that was probably my, my key thing, just because I wasn't super fast or super athletic. Well, I mean, the, 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 the nickname around here right now is the Rust Bus. So what was what was the nickname you had back in high school when you were playing quarterback? Oh gosh, um, I, I don't even remember. I think I think for a little bit it was it might have been Sunshine from uh, Remember the Titans. I had okay. real, I had real long hair. It wasn't blonde, but uh, I had real long hair. It was the it was the football thing to do at my high school. Sunshine, so. Sunshine. That might stick around here if it gets out. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> You're also a big ice hockey fan. Oh, huge hockey fan. Uh, big Dallas Stars guy. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've been to plenty of uh, games down there in American Airlines Center. Yes, sir. Hey, we were one game away. One I know. Away. I know. Stanley Cup champions could have been oh, there last year. Could have been. Could have been. What? What? Uh, how did you get involved in that, of being a fan of hockey? I I tell you this. If we would have had ice in Texarkana that I could have played on, I would have probably played ice hockey my whole life. I don't know what it was. Uh it might have been watching a little bit of Happy Gilmore at the first couple clips, uh, maybe Mighty Ducks that I watched, uh, but I don't know. I just, I, it was always a thing to just roller rollerblade around in my garage and shoot slap shots at the wall and make my mom mad. So I, it was just a thing. Okay, uh, obviously the Dallas Stars your favorite team, uh, Major League Baseball favorite team. Oh gosh, that's hard. Uh, been a Rangers fan my whole life, okay. so Texas Rangers probably. I, I, I can I can let you uh, slide with that one. If you would have said another team, I probably would have uh, stopped the interview. <laughs> um, I'm a big Cub fan, so you know what team that would be then. Okay, yeah. Um, David Ross, what do you think about him going from catcher? And we see this a lot. Catchers transition, and they become managers right. of baseball clubs. Uh, no surprise there. I mean – there's a lot of knowledge that goes into being a catcher. Just it's more than just catching and throwing throwing guys out. I mean, there's a lot of thinking that goes on in the process of just being a catcher. So, uh, no surprise that David Ross went from catch, being a really good catcher to now he's about to be a really good coach. It's kind of surreal and kind of cool for him that in his last game he ever played, he did hit a home run in that game. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, the 2016 World Series was his last game that he ever played in. Uh, John Lester comes in, and, of course, he was he caught John Lester all the time for the Cubs. So Wilson Contreras had started the game. They pull him. They bring Lester in. Ross is catching. There's a, a play, a ball bounced in front of, of the plate, hit Ross in the head, and it kind of squirted off to the right, and he kind of got shocked a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Indians were able to score two runs on that play. So I, I, if my memory serves me correct, they might have tied the game back up then. But he comes up in the next inning and hits a home run. Guys, In game done. seven of the World Series, your hey. last game. Hey, some people just have it, I guess. Some people just have it like that. What do you want to do in the future? Man, that, that's a really good question. Uh, I, try, I try to just keep, uh, keep everything in the – in God's hands, God got me here. 
he got me out of JUCO, or he got me to JUCO, got me out of JUCO, and got me here. So uh, I just put a lot of faith in that. Um, I'm getting my degree in finance, but I, I really, it would be hard to step away from the game. So I, I think I might potentially go into coaching. I, I've had some opportunities. So right now my focus is just playing, enjoying it, having fun with the guys, and then seeing seeing where we're, where we're at the, at the end of the year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I, I can tell you're going to do well in whatever you do. Yes, sir. I really appreciate that. Um, and if there's anybody out there that, that hears this and, and, and listens to it and thinks, you know, Little Rock might be a place for me, why would you say they need to not only just look at it but potentially come here and be a Trojan? Oh, man, there's, there's a lot of things. Uh, I mean, hands down, w- one of the best coaching staffs in the Sun Belt. I mean – Opin- my my opinion is it is the best uh, coaching staff. Coach Curry, awesome, awesome coach, awesome guy. Um, coach Sanders, terrific hitting coach. Coach Spees, terrific pitching coach. I mean, I could just go down the line of all all the great coaches we have on staff, but then just the the guys that we have here. I mean, just uh, the, the guys that get after it and, and they make you better every day on and off the field. So. I could go down the list of all the the great things here at Little Rock and why you should why you should pick here, but I mean, I can't put my finger on one specific thing. It's yeah, just, you got to come experience it. You ha- you have to you have to come and be a part of it. John Michael, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. I really appreciate you. That'll do it for this edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Stay tuned to more podcasts coming your way throughout the months ahead. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.